0: Fight Bag with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: Thanks for joining us. Conservative Party leadership candidates Lisa Raitt and Michael Chong visited the Zoomerplex yesterday for a conversation with CARP members about what they stand for and why they are the best candidates to meet the needs of older Canadians. Wanda Morris, CARP COO and VP of Advocacy, joins me to talk about what they said for an update. Wanda, Lisa Raitt brought a very personal story to the discussion.
2: She did. Uh, Lisa has uh, her husband has early onset dementia, early onset Alzheimer's, which is uh, such a distressing disease, uh, and and one that really doesn't get a lot of attention because we typically think of Alzheimer's as something that happens with with older people. So I think she had some some insights into the the need for a national dementia strategy, uh, and, and I think that also has has helped her. Uh, in her platform development where she talked about things like uh, rare diseases and the need to, to do more work on pharmacare. How is so how is she specifically
1: planning to address the problem based on what she's seeing firsthand
2: as a caregiver? Uh, well, so we didn't have a chance to get into a detailed policy discussion about any one idea, but certainly the fact that she's raising this and talking about support for a, a national dementia strategy is, is really positive. Um, so often... Uh, significant medical challenges are left to the provinces when some federal oversight will, uh, you know, move things forward.
1: How did the CARP members react? to what she was saying? What did they like? What didn't they like?
2: I, I think the CARP members were, were very impressed with both of the candidates as they should have been. They, they came and they spoke about their platforms, you know, much of what they're saying being uh, very similar to what our members want to hear. Uh, in both cases, they said that you know the gains that CARP has fought so hard for in CPP won't be rolled back. We are concerned because, of course, the Conservatives had fought against any increases to the Canada Pension Plan, but... Uh, both candidates said no; they wouldn't be be challenging that. Uh, a little bit of, of a g- difference in the platforms in terms of support for some things that are that our members want. Uh, M- Michael Chong, for example, said that he would keep the age for OAS eligibility at sixty five and review TFSA limits. Um, on the flip side, Lisa Rayet said that she would move the TSA TFSA limits back to ten thousand, but review the age of eligibility. Uh, so I think both of them are trying to weigh uh, the fiscal uh, availability, the fiscal capacity that they have with what will be the highest priorities if they do indeed become the the uh, leader of the Conservative Party and potentially the next prime minister.
1: Interesting when it was the former Conservative Prime Minister Stephen Harper who implemented the change to raise the age of eligibility for OAS. Leads you to believe that not everybody in the Conservative caucus is on side with that policy, which has been rolled back by the Trudeau government.
2: And we really did see yesterday that the candidates have have not uh, simply it's are not endorsing the previous platform of the Conservatives, and I think in in some ways, in positive ways, uh, for example, in the issue of, of uh, transfer payments to uh, to the provinces. I'm not sure if. Our listeners are aware, but there's no um, currently no demographics considered in that formula. So if you're a province with a very elderly population compared to a province with uh, with a bunch of youngsters, um, health costs tend to increase as we age, as we manage more chronic conditions. That's not taken into account in the current health funding formula. That is something that, that uh, Lisa Rayett said she was interested in looking at. Michael Chong, perhaps because of his experience with equalization payments, uh, but in any case, he's but that's not something that he's uh, is willing to to take another look at. I,
1: I, it goes without saying, but I want to say it anyway. These two candidates who came yesterday, Elisa Reid and Michael Chong, do they do they feel the weight of the older voter? And how many older voters turn out for
2: national elections? In and around eighty percent. It's a very high number. Well, and I shared with them some information that I think they weren't aware of, which was in particular our cohort of card members and Zoomers. When we poll our members. 98% of them voted in the last federal election. And we look at our reach of you know, 7 million people seeing our media in various forms every week. We said to them, you know, you, this is a, a demographic that you lost last time. Our, our, um, our CART members voted liberal, not conservative. So uh, we're hoping, you know, we're glad that they came and uh, we're hoping to line up appointments with other uh, candidates so that they too can uh, can tell us what they will offer to uh, to Zoomers. Yes, tell, tell
1: us about that process, the invitation that went out to the conservative members, or conservative uh, leadership candidates. There are so many of them. At the moment, there are 14 that will likely get whittled down.
2: Did you invite everybody to come speak to CARP? No, I wasn't uh, involved in the actual invitations myself. I do know that we have uh, some that we're in negotiations with about a date, so we definitely uh, will should be seeing some more in the uh, days or weeks to come. You would think that they would take a page out of mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau's book because he was here twice
1: leading up to the election that he won. He he got it. He got the the importance not only of the older voter, but of the slam dunk voter that is a CART
2: member. Absolutely. And we know that correlation isn't causation. Nevertheless, the fact that he was here just in the weeks before he was elected, and I think it was a bit of a game changer for him and certainly something all the conservative candidates Candidates should be paying attention to,
1: and it's important to uh, let our list, our Zoomer listeners, know that CARP is not a partisan organization. It's about the issues and who addresses the issues of of,
2: uh, I, of, of priorities for CARP members. Absolutely, and I'm hoping that to once the NDP race gets a little bit closer, that we will also be having the NDP candidates come in uh, to talk to us about uh, their platforms and how they would support uh, CARP members and Zoomers uh, as if If they were to be elected. Thanks for the update, Wanda.
1: Um, Thanks for having me. Conservative Party members choose their next leader on May 27th.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.